36. 36 years ago, in two months it'll actually be 37, my first child was born into the world. 36 years ago. The result is, though I did not get to spend all of my child's childhood with that child, that one and the next one in fact, I have some part of the parenting experience to do with children that is literally 36, almost 37 years long. I want to talk today on this idea of bleed over, bleed over and I'll get into that on the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt, and today is Saturday the 19th of February. I'm learning to say that word. For some reason, it's a hard one for me to say. I guess I don't say it very often. Um, welcome to everyone who's here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on uh, uh, CloudHub, on fa- my Facebook page, Kurt's Religion and Politics there, on uh, Kurt's Religion and Politics.locals.com, so locals.com, on the Kurtz Religion and Politics group on Minds, M-I-N-D-S dot com, on Parlor, on Gab, or wherever else you happen to be picking me up today. Subject for today, as I've already said, is, quote, bleed over. And I'll get into the details of that in my notes, which I'll start going through now so that you have some idea kind of where I'm headed in what I'm saying. If there's one thing I understand far too well for my own liking, it's how I'm affected by the fact that my children... <coughs> excuse me, are grown or nearing that place. The reality is they stop needing you so much in far too short a time. Even my youngest doesn't need me as much uh, these days as he did when he was younger, a lot younger. The first thing you need to understand, though, is that that is by design. Whether or not you believe there's a God, you need to realize that as the young of pretty much all living things age, they typically become less and less needy of those who brought them into existence. Some of them start that way. They basically, they're born into a world where they have to work it all out. I want to clue you in on something, though. Whether you accept it or not, you will never recover that role. You can do things that will bring you close, like adopting or acting as a foster parent. Even so, at some point, you'll come to a place where that kind of responsibility, at least where parenting is concerned, will almost certainly <clears throat> wane. Maybe later for others than, for, than, for some than for others. Me, for example. I get the desire to recapture those moments. You'll forgive me if I flatly refuse, though, to equate your dog or other pet uh, or other actions related to them to children, grandchildren, or whatever. I'll let you know right now, if a human child and your pet are at risk of demise, and I'm only able to save one or the other, there will be no contest. I'm not even thinking about the dog or other critter until the kid is totally safe. Being fair, if I could save both, that's going to happen. Or somebody else can save one and I can save one. That's going to happen. I'm not heartless, right? That's, That's not what I'm saying here. I just set my priorities in a very specific fashion. And where I'll tell you I'm sorry your cat or dog died, if it does, and mean it, my sadness will be nothing like what it would be if your elderly grandfather passed. 
<clears throat> That's even more the case if we're talking about young children. Oh, my goodness, your child died. Or even older children, but, but more so younger. Simple reality, you may think there's some sort of bleed over between being a parent and being a pet owner. In my mind, there's not. Maybe I'm alone in that. I very much doubt it. that's the case. Think I should act like it's reasonable for you to treat your pets like children and act like you're their mom or their dad? Sorry, not happening. That's just not going to happen for me. The experience of being a parent and the length of time that I've been in that space has made it so that I count having children to be something that for which there's no comparison on the planet. It's fair to say, I kind of underrated some folks a bit ago, and it's fair to say that those folks who adopt and those folks who um, foster are doing something that gives them a large part of the parental experience. I'll even go so far as to say if you're an aunt or an uncle who has a lot of involvement with his or her kids, or uh, nieces and nephews, not children of their own, you have some piece of the parenting experience. You can argue that teachers and people of that sort have that sort of experience, have that sort of, have been through that sort of thing. But the truth of the matter is that for most people who are not parents, there will at least be some part of the experience that they miss. And let me just tell you something for the record. The pieces that they miss will often be the worst parts, the harder parts, the more difficult parts. You're a teacher, well, you've got staff who often can help out with something when it goes wrong. You're a daycare worker, the same, right? You have people who can watch other kids. When you're a parent and your kid throws up all over the place, and it, particularly if you're a single parent, but if you're a parent at all, <clears throat> lots of the time you're in a place where you're in that with that kid alone. When, when you say, my kid threw up last night, and you try to take your kid to daycare in my area, they refuse. I get why they refuse, but the point is, it changes the experience for the daycare worker. Okay? Yeah, okay, you get changing diapers with young kids. I get that. But my point is very simple, and it is this. Your dog, your cat, in my mind, no bleed over between uh, raising kids and raising a dog and a cat, having a dog and a cat. It's not even raising, it's having. Because that dog or that cat, by the time they get weaned from their parent, typically they eat what whatever is there <clears throat> for them, within reason, obviously. And hopefully, fairly quickly, you train them out of, out of uh, going to the bathroom in your house. And hopefully you can keep them from destroying things like happened in my house. Uh, hopefully you can keep them from destroying things along the way. And then you're pretty much done other than giving them a bath every now and then. And maybe putting a flea collar and a collar on them. And giving them food and maybe walking them and stuff. The 
comparison between being a pet owner and being a parent, in my mind, that comparison is not really one that can be very favorably made. It just can't. That is not how that works. So if you think, oh, I've got a dog or a cat, and, and either you never had kids or you, you have them or whatever kind of critter, and you've had kids but your kids are grown, and you think that you're going to count that a replacement and count the two the same, let me just help you. You are disparaging other parents in such activities or parents if you never were one. <coughs> in such a, excuse me, in such activities and statements. Got a bit of a throat problem this morning. <clears throat> you are disparaging pa uh, parents in that. Am I not? Am I saying there aren't bad parents? No, I'm not saying that. Of course there are. But those of us who have worked very hard to be the kind of parent that others would look at and say that parent is a good parent, has been a good parent to their child. When you say this is my daughter or my son about your dog, okay. You need to understand something. And I'm, by the way, I'm sorry if you can't have kids, too, if that's the case. But you need to understand something. You will never know what it's like to be a parent if that's what you think. Or you don't, didn't really understand what it was like to be a parent if that's what you think. I'm not getting any younger, again, and that's my perspective on it. And I have that perspective for what I consider to be very, very good reason. Okay, I need to go ahead and wrap things up. This is the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, and my name is Kurt. It is Saturday, the 19th of February today of 2022. Uh, that would be the end of the Sabbath at sundown today, at the end of the day today. Uh, tomorrow then will be Sunday, the 20th of February of 2022. That will be that beginning of the Christian week, according to most of us Christian folk. Um, so that, you know, that's a good thing. Thank you for having come along, whether on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page, Kurtz Religion and Politics, um, Religion and Politics, Kurtz Religion and Politics, on uh, Kurtz Religion and Politics .local .com, most likely locals.com, most likely is where you're going to find me there, on the Kurtz Religion and Politics group, on Minds, M-I-N-D-S.com, on Parlor and on Gab. Today's subject has been bleed over. Um, Tomorrow we're going to talk about diminishing returns. I want to remind you, of course, that, uh, and, and we'll get into what I'm talking about tomorrow about diminishing returns, but as usual, I'm going to try and do everything that I can to make that a, uh, <clears throat> a good subject and, and talk about something that I think will be useful to people. I did want to remind you that uh, you can give me a boxing glove on Rumble if you want to do that, or a plus or minus there to show that you liked or didn't like my content. You can give me a like or dislike, however that looks or works, on other platforms if you choose to do that as well. Uh, you can comment on whatever I put out there if you want to do so, and comments are available. I will do my best to look at your comments. I will delete them if they're advertising or something of that sort, but if they're not, uh, uh, even if even if they're kind of questionably related to what I put out there, I'll probably leave them out there. If I feel it's an appropriate thing, I will probably reply to whatever comment you've made. If I don't see that as necessary, necessary, I may try to show you that the consent was con, con, uh, comment was seen. Excuse me. Uh, I hope you're having a good day today. Hope everything is going well for you, and hopefully we will see you again on Sunday's edition of the Daily Summation from Kirk's Religion and Politics. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. 
This podcast was recorded on Saturday, the 19th of February of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's Religion and Politics. Thanks for watching this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I hope you found it entertaining or instructional and maybe both. Uh, if you want to see more from me, you can go to blogs.kpshubert.com. That's blogs.kpshubert.com. I am on Twitter, Parlor, and Minds.com. My handle on each of those is at kpshubert. That's at kpshubert. I have a Rumble and a YouTube channel. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble and YouTube. I have a Facebook page. The Facebook page is Kurtz Religion and Politics as well, I have I am on Patreon. If you want to support me, that's one of the better places you can do that. And you will find me at Kurt's Religion and Politics on Patreon. I have a podcast. The podcast is podcasts with a with an S dot kpshubert.com. That's podcasts dot kpshubert.com. I think you should be able to find me with relative ease on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify as well. The best way I find to do that is to look for Kurt's Religion and Politics. You can try to use the Daily Summation. I find that it doesn't work as well as a general rule, but you can always try that. I'm glad to have you aboard today, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow.